2: on today's show. We talk about Kimball in the All-Star game.
1: He's an All-Star. He got his game on. He's going to get paid. Oh, also, he's in his hometown in New York to, to take on the Knicks and so are the Hornets. We'll have a preview.
2: We talk more Hornets before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. You are Locked On Hornets.
1: You are Locked On Locked On Locked On Hornets.
0: Your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Hornets. It's a Friday edition. It is a Kimba Walker is officially an all-star edition of Locked On Hornets. Charlotte Hornets news and analysis in your podcast feed every day whenever you need it today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Frame Warehouse. visit their site framewarehouse.net to find one of over six one of six locations in Charlotte to get your framing project done for the guaranteed best price I'm Doug Branson joined by the man the myth the legend David Walker the all-star PhD the man who may be most excited by this Kimball Walker News
2: it's very exciting, Doug. I was nervous. I mean, when they were rolling out those picks and then they dropped in the commercial break like it was American Idol or something, you know, just to keep us on the edge of our seat another minute longer it was it was it was nerve-wracking, but the real question is now does Kim now does he deserve has he earned your top three status with this all- star bid?
1: okay, let's save that right, that's a good question to end that segment on because this is it's, it's a okay. that's a an important question. We've got that coming on plus. We're going to dial up Justin Thomas, covers the Charlotte Hornets for ESPNCharlotte.net, and of course he helps us uh, host Locked On Hornets Live. He talked to Kimba Walker last night after the announcement, so we will hear from him later on in the show. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Head over to iTunes, search Locked On and find podcasts on the NFL, the NBA, golf, fantasy sports. It's the fastest growing podcast network in the world. So let's start in Nolens, New Orleans. If you need Kimball Walker February 17th through the 19th, well that's where he'll be. Walker selected as an all-star reserve by NBA head coaches. He joins four other point guards in the East, Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, John Wall, and Kyle Lowry. This is the Hornets' first All-Star selection since Gerald Wallace was selected as a Bobcat back in 2010. Averaged 18 and 10 that Gerald Wallace. He was he was uh, quite the player. David, that's amazing. Kimba gets a, It really really is. Kimba gets Thank his you. first nod. There's no better way for us to celebrate than a special, uh, a season long, maybe career long edition of Box Score Boogie. Okay, David. Box score boogie. You know how this works. We're gonna throw a few numbers at one another. Try to guess what that number means to this situation. It's a Kemba Walker All Star edition of box score boogie. What's your first number,
2: Doug? I'm gonna throw a little curveball at you. My number off the top is three thousand seven hundred twenty-five.
1: Three thousand seven hundred and twenty-five. That's a huge number. That's um, huge. huge. That's the number of people that were tricked within 5 minutes of that Dwayne Wade fake Instagram post. <laughs> Hit it. People <laughs> fell for that. You fell for that.
2: I just enjoyed it. I
1: had a I had a that it wasn't real but
2: it could have been real it you felt, never know Chicago's well, that big of a fire
1: well that's that's the thing so if, if you have no idea what we're talking about uh, Rajon Rondo um, reserve for the Chicago Bull well first of all Dwayne Wade Jimmy Butler in Chicago very upset with how things are going uh, voiced their Not displeasure happy. to the media then Rajon Rondo uh, released something on social media sort of clapping back at them and then someone released mm-hmm. a fake post by Dwayne Wade that was even funnier referencing Rajan Rondo's what is real what
2: is real what is real now what is Nothing. not real if I see it if I see it it happens
1: that's right okay anyway, anyway no.
2: what's the number that number that number is the number of touches this season for Kimba Walker that is fifth in wow. the NBA all season. Yeah, Doug. You want to take a quick guess at some of the names above him? I think you probably get three. LeBron, Russ,
1: LeBron Russ, Steph, um, mm-hmm. Lowry. I don't know.
2: Think more think more ball dominant. You got one of them. Isaiah. No, I'm going to go ahead and give him to you. Yeah, a bit of a time crunch. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, John Wall,
1: Eric Bledsoe. Wall. Wow, Eric Bledsoe. Wow.
2: He's a, yeah, well, there's yeah.
1: not much going on there in Phoenix, so. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. my first number for you is plus eight point two. Plus positive eight point two.
2: Positive eight point two. Um, that is the line of. That's the line for the uh, uh, celebrity all-star game. Should President <laughs> Barack Obama play?
1: <laughs> Suit up. Ex-president. Former president. Not ex-president. We don't mm-hmm. say ex-president. We say former president.
2: Suit up. I think you still say president, right? I mean... They...
1: Well, you could say former. I think it's fair.
2: We know what I'm talking about. We know what I'm talking about.
1: Anyway, Kimball Walker is plus 8.2 percentage points, converting field goals within three feet of the basket Yes. in his last two seasons compared to his first four seasons. So, first four seasons... Uh, He was 51.9% converting field goals within three feet of the basket. Now, past two seasons, since he's made the leap, 60.1%. And David, we talk a lot about his three-point percentage and his improved three-point shot, and that's opened Mm -hmm. a lot of things up for him at the basket, but... I think none of this would have come if he could if he didn't improve that ability uh, to finish at the basket, and we've seen it even more so this year. His ability to get by his to get to get by his defender, get by multiple defenders with his dribble, and get clean looks at the rim very important for Kemba Walker.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that stat up. Also, hoping we'd have somebody that did um, on this podcast, so that's very good. But yeah, I mean. He uh, that that's been the biggest thing to me because that was such an opportunity for him in the first couple of years when the shot was not falling, and he's done such a good job now of getting in position and being able to uh, make those tough layups. It's it's been huge for him.
1: David, I'm sure. So let's take a, a quick break from the box score boogie, but we've got two more numbers. Um, but first, I'm sure you've seen some of the gear that that's already been released for All Star weekend. You know I have. You know. uh, it, it was immediate, and and there's a Kimball Walker T-shirt that I'm definitely going to grab. Hopefully, I'm hoping that there's e- just a way for me to get a Kimball Walker jersey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if even the T-shirt, you know, maybe get it signed, maybe, hey, get it framed, and, and if I do get it framed, I'm definitely going to get it framed at Frame Warehouse. If you have a poster or jersey or maybe a cool Christmas gift that you've been waiting to get framed, guys, don't wait. Talk to our friends at Frame Warehouse. We're proud to partner up with Frame Warehouse because they're local. They've been family-owned right here in the heart of Charlotte for over 35 years. They have the guaranteed best price on, on every framing project. At Frame Warehouse, you can frame almost anything for next to nothing. If you can think of it, you can get it framed. Sports memorabilia, posters for your office, maybe your kid's bedroom. You got some jerseys hanging around that you want to get framed. They'll even cube up that signed football helmet you have laying around the house. And I I know it's sitting there. You've You've just been waiting. Don't wait. As a guy, I'm telling you, framing, it seems like a daunting task. What kind of frame do I get? Do I do glass? No glass? Luckily, Frame Warehouse has framing experts that will walk you through the process and they'll turn your project around quickly and for a really, really great price. Don't let your prized possessions go undisplayed. Talk to our friends at Frame Warehouse at one of their six locations in Charlotte. There's one near you. Go to framewarehouse.net right now and find the one near you. Tell them Locked On Hornets told you to drop by and, you know, go Hornets. And go Kimball Walker. Tell them go Kimball Walker because he's an all-star. Yeah. All right, um, David, you got another number for me.
2: I do, and actually this one just updated. So I got all these stats from the good old stats.nba.com site, which is amazing. And this one's actually been updated since last night, so they must have taken some new numbers into account. This one is the number seven, Doug, seven.
1: The number seven. Uh, I think that's the number of players that LeBron James would like added to the Cleveland Cavaliers in mm-hmm. order to win an NBA championship. I think that's what he wants now. Ooh. Seven, Seven more players, right? Can't have can't have enough playmakers. That's what I meant. Seven playmakers. If
2: there are, yeah, if one of them's a playmaker, you might have a deal there. <laughs> that is Kemba Walker's rank. He is seventh in the NBA in three pointers made this season. Though. Wow! And there so go. that goes hand in hand with that. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with that stat that you just gave us. I mean, that's an improvement on his part. And the guys above him are the guys you would expect: the Curry's, the Hardens, the Clay Thompsons, uh, Eric Gordon. Um, so, you know, from a point guard, from your point guard uh, on the Charlotte Hornets, seventh in the NBA and three-pointers three made is pretty impressive.
1: Final number for me, David, the lucky number 13. Hmm.
2: Oh, that's easy. That was my number in high school. Really? Yeah.
1: How many seasons did you play? Did you play junior and senior year?
2: Bro, I played sophomore year, too. Oh, my God. do forget it.
1: You're a pro. No, this is 13 is the the number of times since the start of last season that Kimball Walker has delivered five or more three pointers in a game. It's been done 13 times total by the rest of the roster in that same time period in his previous four seasons. You can see a trend with my numbers. I'm going first four seasons and then the last two when he's made the leap, uh, In the previous four seasons, he was only able to accomplish this feat in two games. So that's box score boogie. Um, We're both on record, David, that he deserved this selection. And a lot of it had to do with the numbers that we just talked about. Uh, But we were unsure if he was going to get it. What do you think happened that allowed him to get in? I
2: think the lack of depth at other, at the, specifically at the forward position, really. I mean, the choices were just more limited on that side. But really, there, those five point guards were playing at such a high level, and that position was so deep that the coaches just could not ever that. But I'll tell you what else, Doug, the hard work that he's put in and the fact that these coaches have to game plan for him every night and they see him up close. You know, all these coaches in the East are the ones that made these votes. And so they see that on a night-in, night-out basis. They've seen the improvement he've made. he's made. Not a lot of guys have made that jump, certainly not in their sixth season. And you heard Clifford talk about that like a week or two ago, the respect that he's earned from guys around the league. And so I think that really helped him in this case.
1: Yeah, and we talk about, in terms of all-star selections, especially first-time all-star selections, it's a process. And that's why my numbers went back to last season because it's not just about what happened in the first half of this season; it's about you know building in terms of getting that first selection. You know, I think both of us agree he got snubbed last season. There were several injury replacements that uh, he missed out on, and, and I think it was a shame. But he came back and worked even harder this past off season. And improved his game even more. And I think that's what made it so hard to deny Kimball Walker uh, that selection by coaches. I am surprised, though, because I really, the the coach pleasantly surprised that the coaches were um, non traditionalist in this way and were uh, able to select so many point guards and recognize that that's the position of strength in the Eastern Conference right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just mm-hmm. – I sort of – well, there's two things going on. I, I assumed that coaches would be traditionalist, and I also assumed just the worst because I think as a, as a Charlotte, somebody who's followed yeah. the, the Hornets, it just th- – we don't, we don't always get what we want. And so there is that inclination right. to think that way.
2: Well, I would say they were pretty traditional because they left off Embiid, right? And I think a big—that's part That's of that where, was. and
1: and we were wrong about that. That's a, I guess the wrong traditional yeah list well, idea.
2: And so and and so Milsap filled in his slot, which was the other way that I thought about going, uh, which you know, th- which made sense. But you know, Embiid—all the knocks against Embiid were basically that um, probably he hadn't played enough, the minutes restriction, and that the Sixers aren't doing that well. Everything else, he he, he deserved to be an All Star. But uh, you know, when they took away that center position, I think the, the coaches are probably happy about that because then they didn't have to go out and find a center. It left them a little more leeway, so they, they filled up their forward slots where they had to. And it is an all-star game after all, and I just don't think that there was too many um, arguments against the forwards. Like Mb, like the ones I just listed, if you had gone with Millsap, the fact that he's having a bit of a down year even though the Hawks are good. Um, have uh, made a, a run here in the, uh, you know, up towards the all-star break. So I think Kimber w- was a little more undeniable from that standpoint. I just heard him that there were four guys playing right there with him. And, you know, I think that, uh, hey, I saw some people saying that if they could have replaced Kyrie with Kimba, you know, they would have, um, which, is, which is interesting to hear. Of course, he was voted in as a starter. So uh, I think, again, Kimba played well enough and that's why he got in. But yeah, it's it's always interesting. You never know. I mean, hey, the, the dwayne Wade was still being thrown around you always have the Knicks in the mix there so it's good to see I think they got it absolutely right across the board to be honest
1: and tNT saved it till right at the end so they were building they look they know what they're doing they were building suspense mm-hmm. and I certainly uh you know i just I, I I admit it i I thought that Kimball Walker deserved it, but I expected the worst all right let's dial up uh Justin here because he talked to Kimball Walker last night uh along with the rest of the media let's let's see if I can get him added to this conversation uh welcome in Justin to the show Justin you talked to Kimball Walker last night what did he have to say after getting his first all-star bid
0: you know Kimber's not a man of many words but last night and he didn't say a lot of things that were different but you could just tell in his voice the the genuine excitement he oftentimes just continued to say that this is special and this is special and do tell for a guy that that has worked so hard that, you know, he's never really been a, a guy that really cares about individual accolades. But being an all-star, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And, and though he didn't get a the, the ton of votes as far as fans, but being a reserve I feel like means a lot specifically to Kimba because the coaches determine that. And for the coaches who, who have the game plan for him night in and night out, seeing the jump that he's made from his rookie year and now, it was it was just something that I think he was just overcome with joy.
1: And what do you think about the All Star selection?
0: I, I like it because it's there's nothing there's nothing fabricated about it. Um, coming into this league, I, I mean, I think people thought Kimba could be a pretty good player, um, All Star possibly, but I don't think initially people were just going to say, "Hey, Kimba Walker has been an All Star." He even said, you know, last night. I, you know, and I never thought I would have even been an all star. But he said, you know, when Clifford came to town, Clifford told him that, hey, I actually think you can be an all star point guard if you do these things. And you know, a lot of guys get better, and and they say, well, you know, either I changed my diet, or, you know, I I changed up my shot, or I started working with a special coaches. No, 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 no. That that wasn't that, that wasn't um Kimba's way. Um, he just got in the gym with Coach Hessel and and just worked like. The old-fashioned, put in long hours, and you've seen him get better year in and year out. And for him to get, get an all-star bid is, I think, something that shows that if you really work hard consistently and do the right things, the results will follow.
1: All right, Justin, we'll let you get back to work. Thanks so much for joining us here on uh, Locked on Horns. Oh. oh, you're welcome. All right, David, we just heard from Justin. Kimba Walker didn't, didn't think that he could be or would be an all-star coming into the league, uh, but then Clifford comes to town, a new coaching regime, and all of a sudden the team starts to turn around. A lot of that had to do with Kimba Walker's performance, but he spent a lot of time in the gym uh, working. How much do you think for a, a player like Kimba that coaching matters to making an all-star team?
2: Oh, I think in Kimba's case, it mattered a lot. I mean, look at the the different coaches he's had, even to start his career, right? So finally got some stability under Clifford, who we know is a great coach. And so that helps him a lot. He's running, he's the point guard. He's, he's running that offense in the NBA. And when you make that tr- transition from college to pro, um, and you don't have that stability, not only of the coach, but of the franchise too. So I think that the franchise grew up a lot with him. As well, and I think Clifford was really the—I mean, those two, the, those that that duo have really changed the the course of this franchise for the better, I think, and so it's been huge for him. Those two are going together, and uh, that, that's that's a big piece. I'm glad Kim mentioned that.
1: All right, let me ask the tough question, David. How nice would it have been? How wonderful would it have been had Kimball Walker been able to debut in the All-Star Game in Charlotte?
2: Oh man. That's a brutal one. I mean, I, I guess we're I guess we're never going to let that one go. It's hard to Doug, but I think this does this make up a little of that for you? I mean, did, does it feel like you know? At least we got a player in there. Because I mean, let's be honest. If you had to choose, are you choosing for Kimba to make it or for Charlotte to host?
1: Oh man, right? Because there's prestige that comes with each of those things. But I'll I'll say this. I, I think it's or Frank and the, in, Frank in the rush. <laughs> I think it's better. Down. I think it's better for the health of the franchise if they have all star players. You know that's oh, yeah. going to help yeah. recruit free agents more than getting them and whining and dining them in Charlotte. If Charlotte can't put a team with all stars on the floor, then they won't ever have yep. a shot at um, you know getting getting the players that they need in the future. Uh, to move this franchise forward, so I think Kimba's All Star selection uh, vastly more important for the franchise. Now, for the city, yeah. it's that's a whole other story. Um, but right, I'll, right. I'll let I'll quote my friend uh, Prison Mike from the office. He would have been the bell mm. of the ball. <laughs> he would have. It just would have been awesome to see him do it in Charlotte and the ten-year gap between the All Star games. But you know, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. So. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I, like you said, I think it's important for Kimba Walker to get that all-star selection and, you know, if Charlotte, do you think that Kimba can put two more all-star seasons together and and, and be in his third all-star game when uh, the uh, the all-star game possibly could return to Charlotte in 2019?
2: Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, maybe we'll have somebody new. I mean, maybe there'll be a new player, some really cool we don't even know about right now. Or that maybe Nick be... Batum
1: elevates hey. his game. To another level. I mean, there's the possibilities if this franchise continues. I mean, they got to start winning again. <laughs> that's the yeah. that's step one. And that starts with well, the game tonight against the Knicks.
2: Yeah. Um, and this one's a tricky one, Doug, because the Knicks, I mean, who, look, they're, they're a mess. Okay? We can start out by saying that. But the, the Hornets doesn't seem like they always have Issues. You know, it's always an interesting game up there, and something, you know, it's always close. It's always mm-hmm. a tough battle. It's always a fun watch in Madison Square Garden. So, this is a game they need to go out there and build up a little bit of this Kimball Walker all star momentum in my mind. But, good news on that Kimball Walker loves. Playing in the garden,
1: loves playing in the garden. The Hornets did lose their game to uh, New York earlier this season in Madison Square Garden. It was a home and home, and the Hornets got them back in Charlotte. Uh, But they take on the Knicks tonight in New York. uh, Tip set for seven thirty p.m. The Knicks are seven games under five hundred on the season. They are three and seven in their last ten games, and as David mentioned, uh, they are a mess. As there are a lot of rumors swirling about where Carmelo Anthony will end up eventually. Maybe the Clippers, maybe the Celtics have been mentioned, um, but it doesn't seem like uh, he is going to spend the rest of his career uh, with Phil Jackson and uh, the New York Knicks. David, are the Knicks having more problems on the court or off it these days? They've got a lot of problems on the court, too.
2: Yeah, I think it's been a constant uh thing off the court all season it's been one thing after another you know um if it wasn't our man courtney lee posting dumb and dumber uh uh, clips on instagram or derrick rose disappearing or you know whatever phil jackson popping in and popping out uh it's been a total disaster from from day one so on the court is its own thing, but to me, I mean, the distractions off the court has become—that's become what the Knicks are over the last couple of mm-hmm. seasons, right? Like, if they could just have a season with no distractions, think how nice that would be. But I, you know, it would be. We talked about it the other day. They're in New York. Like, if, the, if some of the stuff was happening in Charlotte, I guess it wouldn't be as big a deal. But. This stuff is crazy.
1: You mentioned Courtney Lee there. Let's let's chat about him. We can do a little cho-check here. Of course, he played for yeah. the Charlotte Hornets in the second half of last season after being acquired via trade but left in free agency in the offseason. He's been able to produce similar numbers for the Knicks this season as a as a starter, and I'm going to put starter in quotes, but he mm-hmm. he did that the same numbers that he did for the Hornets off the bench, but his role has changed several times this season. That's why I put the starter in quotes because Hornacek, 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 check me on that.
2: Hornacek. 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 Hornacek.
1: Hornacek. Thank Hornacek. you. <laughs> Hornet FIBA. FIBA. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he is changing the line. I asked my buddy who's a, a diehard Knicks fan. I said, "What's? give me the story. What's the deal with the Knicks right now? He said, well, he's like, the the starting lineup is like, whose line is it anyway? The, it doesn't really matter. Nobody knows what's going on. And, you know, Hornacek just changes it day to day, so mm. I mean we're not going to know who's going to start this game until they release the lineups because they've they've tried Ron Baker at shooting guard over Courtney Lee, moving Burgundy. Courtney. Right, as Carmelo said, Ron Burgundy, uh, but Courtney Lee got moved to the bench, and Hornacek it said it had nothing to do with Courtney Lee, uh, more so than they wanted to get. Uh, just change things up. Just try to find something. And that it didn't work at all. Ron Baker was terrible. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Courtney Lee is, is better served uh, giving them as many minutes as possible. I mean, they need as much talent playing for as long as possible. And he did have a season high 23 points and six rebounds on 9 of 13 shooting against the Mavericks. It was a loss, but did play 38 minutes. He is back to starting again. Um, but Certainly, when Courtney Lee left to become a starter in New York, he, he was hoping it went a little better than that.
2: Yeah, really. and He's a name I hear a lot of people bring up, especially right now when the Hornets are going through a bit of a struggle because they look back and they see that addition of him last year. and Kind of that shot in the arm that he was able to give the Hornets. I mean, a 3-and-D guy, like you said, I mean, hit a huge shot in the playoffs, right? It was a um, shot in the arm, little, David, but I, I think
1: people people inflate his contributions
2: get well that's what i was getting to because it's like it's like we need courtney lee back i mean i think there's a need for something a courtney lee type player right obviously a three and D guy someone that can make shots that obviously help but i don't i'm not sure that like courtney lee is that guy i mean we talked about him last year we really like him he's he's solid as can be you know what you're going to get from him um yeah, but I'm with you. I, I think I think the, the 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 looking back fondly on Courtney Lee maybe has gone a bit overboard just because uh, I, I I mean it's just not the you know the ultimate difference maker as you've seen in New York. I mean, not look, I'm not gonna place all that on on Courtney Lee, but yeah, I think they need a Courtney Lee type guy. Do they need exactly Courtney Lee? No, I don't think so. He was he was great for that for that run last year. And you can't blame him for going to the Knicks. I don't think so. If you want to do a show check in that regard, you know, we we talked about all the choices he had to make right at the end of the season Mm -hmm. show. And so I don't think they were in the position to kind of mess with the Knicks were going to throw at Courtney, right?
1: Well, they were always going to go after Nick Batum. And so I guess the choice right. really came down to do you pursue Marvin Williams and let Al Jefferson and Courtney Lee and Jeremy Lin go? And that's what they opted to yeah. do. But I think when you look at all of the front court problems that the Hornets have had this season, I think even as much as Marvin has struggled to shoot, it seems like he's coming out of that now. but as uh, yeah, as, as much as he struggled to shoot, he has contributed in great ways in terms of defense and uh, and rebounding. Oh, so yeah. I think it was and you're it, not
2: going to get that from and you're not getting that from Courtney right?
1: I mean, well, not, not in the same Marvin way because Courtney else. can't play right. power forward. you know what I'm saying? like yeah. had they if they didn't have yeah. think of they they didn't have Marvin, you know what I'm saying? like look at the front court he's right started. now it's it's not. It wouldn't be good. Uh, key to the game for this one for you, David, what are, what are you seeing in, in the Knicks? What do you think the Hornets have to do, uh, really just apart from the Knicks? I don't even think the Knicks matter so much as like the Hornets have to perform better than they have in the past two games.
2: Oh, Doug, that's a great thought because Clifford said the other day he borrowed a line from Jeff Van Gundy. It's not who you play, it's how you play. So um, that goes back to the Warriors game a little bit. But I'm looking at the rebounding, Doug, because actually— Oh, my God, me too!
1: Pre- We're like twinsies!
2: No <sighs> uh, yeah, the Knicks are pretty good rebounding. So I don't want to steal all these numbers from you, but second in the league in offensive rebound, third in total rebounds, and the second chance points, third as well. So maybe I did take all your numbers. But, you know, the, the Hornets did a pretty good job. You know, some of that small lineup against the Warriors may have helped that. But I thought they have done a pretty good job lately, especially offensive rebounding and that's going to be key again, I think, because the Knicks, if they can bang you, and so that goes back to the physicality, right? We haven't talked about that in a couple weeks, but I think the Hornets are going to have to come out ready to play in this one, and hit the boards hard because the Knicks, if they can do one thing, it looks like they can get grab rebounds.
1: Well, I'll just piggyback on that. They, they are a physical team inside at their best, and when they're not at their best, they are passing around the perimeter, and Carmelo Anthony and Derek Rose are taking you know tough isolation shots. So if you can prevent them from being physical – and force Carmelo and Derrick Rose to uh, do some things that that I know Knicks fans get frustrated with, then you've got a better shot at winning. And I'll say in the last five Mm. games, David, the Hornets – and the Knicks and the Hornets are 1-2 respectively in rebounding percentage, and as you said, the Knicks focus on offensive boards. They've got Joakim Noah, they've got Kyle O'Quinn, and of course, Kristaps Porzingis, who can all crash the offensive boards, and we know Courtney Lee can get in there and, and swipe a few, steal a few that, that he has no business grabbing. So, got to block out. Got to focus on rebounding because this is an inconsistent offense. This is not an offense that is going to be steady for four quarters. They'll score 40 in the second and 12 in the third. So if you can limit their ability to get second chance points, easy points, then you make it just exponentially more difficult for the New York Knicks to win this basketball game. And in the past 10 games, they haven't done a lot of winning, so... Keep them down and guard Courtney Lee because he's confident after that season high performance against the Mavericks. You know he's going to be aggressive. He's back in the starting lineup. He doesn't want to leave the starting lineup again. So focus on Courtney Lee. Of course, you gotta you gotta work on Carmelo Anthony and and make him uh, make him take those isolation shots and make them slightly more difficult than they already are. So those are my keys to the game. I think the Hornets get this win in New York. And uh, they they move on and and hopefully they've got a couple of easy ones. They got Golden State coming up again, but then they've got uh, the Clippers twice. The Clippers do have Blake Griffin back, but they don't have Chris Paul. Who, by the way, real quick, David, Chris Paul, no, I know he's injured, but no coaches selection. He's had a great, he's had an amazing season. What happened there?
2: Yeah, kind of interesting, right? I think it's got to be the injury thing. But I, why wouldn't you just go ahead and place him in there? And then I guess you run the risk of. Is Adam Silver right? Named the injury replacement, so I guess you take that choice out of your hands. But like, he's an all star. I mean, to me, you're he's kind an all star. These things,
1: are, these things matter in the CBA. It's it's just shocking. Saying. It's shocking.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, that's another. That's one notch that he really can't get back. Like career accolade, right? Um, so it's it's interesting. How about this, Doug? No Dwayne Wade, no Chris Paul, no Carmelo Anthony. When's the last time that happened in an All Star game?
1: The the banana boat is lonely. <laughs> so mm. It's going to tip over. LeBron, he's a big guy. Poor, gonna,
2: just LeBron.
1: <laughs> he's going to he's going to tip that boat over. Somebody give him a life raft. Uh. <laughs> poor LeBron. He can't. Poor LeBron. He only has two uh, amazing superstar players on his team. He only has two.
2: Ugh. I, just, hope, I hope he turns it around. I just, just want to have a fun time. Just, just have a fun weekend.
1: <laughs> he shaved the beard, by the way. Did you see that in his latest clip? He was in the first clip when he had the like f bomb rant. He like he had a right. humongous beard, and then he and then yeah. the next time he must have seen him playing with the beard. and thought, I got to shave that thing. And he just.
2: Locked well, it off. he was having some. He was having some Vino last night. He posted on Instagram, so maybe he just you know, <laughs> took a couple of deep breaths and had some self reflection.
1: All right. Well, good luck, LeBron. I know it's tough. It's tough out there when you're dominating the Eastern Conference, even though you've lost a few games. It's tough. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Frame Warehouse. Visit framewarehouse.net and find a location in Charlotte near you and get that framing project done that you've been waiting to do for so long. Uh, And thank you for listening, by the way, and thanks for supporting us this week and every week as we continue to provide the best Charlotte Hornets coverage in, in Charlotte and really anywhere, in all of the internet uh, thanks so much. And follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. We're on Snapchat now, Locked On Hornets. We're on Instagram. We're doing a lot more there. So check that out. And uh, we're going to be back next week with a lot more analysis of this Charlotte Hornets team that I have a feeling, David, is about to turn the corner. It's time. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, for David, I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Beat the Knicks. Let's swarm Charlotte. So what if I like to stay up late and watch TV don't play?